up, Doc? What's cooking? What's up, Doc? Oh, you're looking for bugs, bunny bunting. Duck is gonna hunting just to get a rabbit skin, but now the rabbit's gonna get. What's up, Doc? What's cooking? Hey, look out! Stop! I'm gonna hurt someone with that old shotgun. Hey, what's up, Doc? We really need it. Hello, friends. Are you ready? What's for dinner? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yum, 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 Delicious. Let's go, everybody. Yay! Yay! Bacallaro croquetes mescordalla. Greek-style fried cod bites with garlic potato dip. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner. As always, please like and share this video. Um, also, I would love it if you would subscribe to either Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner, my channel, or Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway, Victor's channel. Uh, we appreciate the support. Also, if you need to reach us, Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner at gmail.com or whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. You can get uh, a hold of us at those email addresses for questions, clarifications, uh, recipe requests. Um, maybe you want a copy of this video or any other video. Um, remember that uh, you can also comment in the section below if you're watching this on YouTube. You can also comment on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway Facebook page where you can like the page, follow the page, and you can find my episodes there as well as other episodes of from other people, uh, other shows from other people that are aired on uh, the Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway Facebook page. Also, uh, Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway streams on Twitter at Blind Who's. Okay, so uh, let me get my apron on just in case. Um, all right, today I'm going to put on an apron. I mean, I'm gonna need it because I'm gonna do some stuff. Oh, well, okay. Anyhow, um, today we're gonna make uh, something traditional, Greek, but I know other cultures make this as well, and they make it uh, similarly. Now, I don't have all my ingredients out for you guys, and I'm going to explain to you why. Um, anyhow, we're making bacalaraca or bacalaro croquetes with uh, so what is that you're going to say to me? Okay, so we're making cod. Cod is a fish. Um, I've heard a little girl call these uh, cod nuggets. Uh, you could call them that. You could call them cod croquettes. You could call them cod bites. Whichever, you know, which way you prefer. And I don't even know which one I'm going to put in the title of the video. Just something that, 
I don't know, sounds nice to me. So we're gonna, uh, we're gonna fry up cod. And we're gonna make a Greek garlic potato dip, which is called skordalia. Okay? So, for the fish, we're gonna need a batter. Now, depending on how much fish you have, and I'm gonna explain what that means, um, you need about one can of beer and 250 grams of flour per one kilogram of shredded cod. Salt, uh, a little bit of salt in your batter. If you'd like, you can put a little bit of pepper. I don't. Uh, I have even heard some people putting a, 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 like a teaspoon or a tablespoon of dried oregano. I'm not going to. This is your simple traditional batter. Um, before I tell you about the fish, I'm just going to tell you about the scordalia for a second. Scordalia you can describe as mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes, but they're not mashed potatoes because we don't put butter or milk in this. And it's traditionally eaten cold, not hot. Um, so you would pick up a fish nugget dip it into your garlic potato dip and pop it in your mouth and it's absolutely delicious now scordalia is served with other things too it's like a dip you might find it on a table with hummus and uh you know uh, scordalia and these different types of dips eggplant uh eggplant dip and so on and so forth scordalia goes really well with fish okay there's thousands of recipes. Uh, scordalia can be made with bread. It can be made with um, almonds or walnuts. It can be made with potatoes. Um, potatoes, I would say, is the more modern version. So scordalia, uh, what we're going to need for scordalia is about 1,500 grams of potatoes, about a cup worth of olive oil, salt to taste, vinegar to taste, lemon juice to taste. Now, traditionally, uh, it's just vinegar. But newer modern chefs have uh, combined vinegar and lemon juice, and it's really good. I even know people who make it just with lemon juice, but the traditional, traditional way of making it is vinegar. And these things are to taste. You have to become accustomed to the taste of scordalia to realize how much. I am going to measure it out for you when we make it. Okay? But this meal, so this meal is traditionally, it's good for any time of the year. But there are feast days in the Orthodox uh, Christian calendar. For example, the 25th of March is the day we celebrate... Um, uh, when the holy angel Gabriel announced to the most holy Theotokos, Mary, the virgin, that the Holy Spirit is going to come upon her and she's going to give birth to a son, uh, you know, without traditional uh, conceiving, right? So uh, uh, Mary gave birth to Jesus Christ, our God without a husband, without father, without seed. So the... 
March 25th is when the Gabe, uh, when Gabriel announced this to her. So that particular day, it always falls in the midst of Great Lent, which is a strict, strict feast for Easter. And, uh, but that particular day, we're allowed to have fish, and that's usually when we have it. We also have fish on Palm Sunday. We have fish on, um, a few other feast days, Christmas, uh, the, the nativity fast on the weekends, you know, half the feast on the weekends we have fish. So there's quite a few days that we're allowed to have fish. Um, but certainly we don't have this just on feast days, but it is something that's traditionally served. Now, uh, Ro, bakayaro is cod in Greek. Um, and skorvalia, S-K-O-R, you'll see it in the uh, description box. S-K-O-R, skorva, maybe D-A-L-I-A is what we call the potato dip. Now, it's two days before I want to serve this. So yes, this is why I don't have my ingredients all out because I'm not making the skordalia today. I'm not even frying the fish today. I came to say hello to introduce the recipe. Um, and I'm just going to show you the preparation. So the cod comes, you don't buy fresh cod. It's a bag. It's just a bag that has a piece of cod. And if you feel it, it's, you can feel like, it feels like sand. It's, it's, uh, salt. So it's cod that's been preserved in salt. And it just comes in a plastic bag. There is a, a paper on here, like a piece of paper stuck on here that probably says the weight and I don't know, the price or something like that. Maybe even the name of the store or something like that. It doesn't really matter. Okay. This is cod in salt. Um, they don't even have it in the fridge. It's preserved in, in salt. So do not buy fresh cod for this. Okay? You're going to open up the bag. You're going to get a whole bunch of salt on your hands. So open it up in your sink. Open up the bag. So I'm ripping the bag. And I'm going to pull it out. And all I feel is salt. Okay? You're going to take your cod... And you're going to put it in a huge bowl. If you have, uh, the bigger the better. Now I have two pieces of cod that I'm going to put in here. Each piece, one piece was about 620 grams and the other one was about 600 and, oh, I don't know, 50 grams, something like that. Let me get the salt off my hands. And yes, very fishy smell. I mean, we are... Whoops. It is fish, right? Okay. So what you're going to do is just the way it is in the bowl. Whoops. Wait there. Hold on. Tap water. Whatever water you use. I want you to fill up the bowl with water. I'm going to fix it in a second. Okay. I want the... 
uh, water to cover the fish. So I want you to make sure I can get a little bit more in. Hold on. I want you to make sure that the fish is covered in water. That's good, I think. Think so? It's good? A little bit more. A little bit more. Okay. All right. Take a piece of tin foil and cover, seal, whoops, seal your bowl, okay? Just seal it. Huh? It doesn't matter. Yeah. My husband wants to tell me everything while we're on video. Okay, now, it's two days before we want to make this. You're going to leave this on your counter, and throughout the day, you're going to change the water every three hours. What we're doing now is we're removing all the salt. Because this has pre been preserved in salt, believe me, even tomorrow... I can cut off a little tiny piece and stick it in my mouth. Nothing's going to happen to me. And I can taste it to see how salty it is. But the rule of thumb is 24 to 48 hours. I always put it in for 48 hours. So what's going to happen is I'm going to change it all of today. Every three hours, I'm going to change the water. So I'm going to spill out the old water and pour new water in, cover it. And three hours later, I'm going to do the same thing. Okay, if you want to do it every four hours, that's fine. It's it's not set in stone. At night, obviously, you're not going to get up in the middle of the night to do this. If you want, you can put it in the fridge overnight. I don't. Nothing's ever happened to us. We've been eating this for years and years and years, 20 years, and nothing's ever happened to us. Okay? So you're going to do this for two days. So today is Tuesday. I'm going to cook this Thursday afternoon. So, I may come back tomorrow and just show you me changing the water, just in case, to remind you of what to do. And then on Thursday, I'm going to move on with the actual recipe. Sh uh, shredding this, making the batter, boiling up the potatoes, mashing them, adding the ingredients, and frying these. So Thursday, we're going to... Thursday, what will be Thursday for me. Actually, you guys do watch this on a Thursday, so that's good. So we'll continue the recipe uh, on Thursday, but I wanted to show you what you originally do with the cod. Make sure the fish is covered in water. Okay? See you tomorrow when we change the water. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's been two days, so I told you that we put the fish in a bowl with water for 48 hours. I changed the water every three hours, except, obviously, at night when I'm in bed. So at night, I would cover it with tin foil, the way I showed you, and put it in the fridge. In the morning, get up, take it out of the fridge, empty out the water, put fresh water in. Put 
the tinfoil back on, leave it on my counter. Do that every three hours, except at night. Obviously, I'm not gonna make you guys get up at night. So this has been in water for 48 hours. We, like I said, we changed the water many, many times. So it's time for us to move on to our next step. And we said that we're also gonna be baking a garlic potato dip, which is called scordalia. Better eaten cold. Nobody eats scordalia warm, okay? You eat, it's a cold dip. So I just wanna tell you that I have lemon juice here. I've got a, a whole head of garlic here. Am I gonna use the whole head? Who knows? I've got a glass of vinegar here. Am I gonna use the whole glass? No, no. I have it in a glass for purposes of measuring. I have olive oil. I have my magic bullet because that's where we're gonna uh, put our garlic to mince it. And over there on the burner, which I'm actually gonna, I forgot to turn on. I have 1,500 grams of uh, potatoes. So I'm gonna turn on the burner. When this comes to a boil, I'm gonna leave it open a jar, just a touch. When this comes to a boil, I'm gonna, when the, the potatoes come to a boil, I'm gonna take it down to medium. I'm gonna let the potatoes boil for an hour. And then I'm gonna test them with a fork. If they fall off the fork, I can't pick them up, then they're ready to go. Olive oil, I will tell you right now, you need for 1,500 grams potatoes, you need one cup, maybe one cup and a half olive oil. Definitely one cup. I will explain how you know if you need more. Garlic is to taste how hot you like it. I may put eight cloves in, taste it. Mm, I'd like it a little hotter. Put another four in, taste it. Mm, maybe I want more. Put another two in. Oh no, now it's too hot. So be careful, go according to your preferences. Vinegar and lemon juice. I'm going to start with a teaspoon of lemon, a teaspoon of vinegar. Once my potato is mixed up with garlic, lemon juice, vinegar, salt, and olive oil, I will taste it. If it needs a little bit more, I will add maybe half a teaspoon of lemon juice and half a teaspoon of vinegar or whatever. You go according to taste. I will let you know as we make it. In the meantime, we've got an hour until our potatoes are ready. So we got to start getting our fish ready. And this has it working itself. So I'm going to uncover it. All the salt is gone. Throw the tin foil away. I'm gonna take this big humongous bowl with fish in it and I'm gonna take it to the edge of my sink and I'm gonna put my hand and hold the fish in place and tip and spill the water out slowly. I don't want it all over me and all over my counter. And it's fishy water too, so that's even worse. Okay. Now we've got fish in a bowl without water. How much batter you're going to make for this fish depends on the weight of this fish. But I can't just pick it up right now and weigh it because I may have to throw something out. So you, you have a clean bowl next to you, pick up the fish in your hands and literally 
cut off a piece, pull off a piece and start cutting it into tiny, tiny bite-sized pieces. Pull it apart. Some may be some strings. Some may be a little bit, whatever. If you feel anything, see this came off like a piece of string. I'm cutting it. There's nothing set in stone. Now this I don't like. I'm going to throw it out. Okay. Anything you feel hard and go slowly so that Go slowly so that you can see if there's any bones. I have hardly ever found bones in this, but you never know, right? So you're going to shred this and cut it into bite-sized pieces. I would say the size of lentils, okay? But even if it's just strings, it's okay. Don't be anal about this. Don't be like, oh my God, do I make them pea size? Do I make them rice size? Do I make them bean size? Do I do strings? Pull it apart. Make it strings. Here. I'm pulling this apart and I'm just making it strings. Strings. Okay? So I've got a lot of fish to do and I've got to wait for the potatoes to boil up. So until I shred all this fish, it's going to take me quite a bit. And I'm going to call in the enforcements, whether that be husband, mother, cameraman, I don't know, the neighbor, the dog. I'm going to, I'm just kidding. I'm going to call in enforcements because this is a lot of fish. So I'm going to put you on hold to shred all this up and I'll show you what we do next. Okay, so see you in a bit. Okay, guys, finally. I did call in the reinforcements, as I said, and I've shredded all the fish. I did find two very tiny bones, um, but I've shredded all the fish. But right now, we're going to put the fish aside because we're going to continue on with our potato dip. <clears throat> so, our... Hold on, I've got fish on my hands. <laughs> That's not good. We don't want that in our potato dip. We do want to dip fish into our potato, but we don't want fish in our potato dip. Okay, I turned off the burner. Okay, so I've got a silicone mat on my counter, as I said. So that means I can put a hot pot on my counter without being afraid that I'm gonna burn my counter. And I've got a frying pan, which we're gonna use for the fish, but not yet. So I'm just gonna put it on the burner, get it out of the way. So, potato's been boiling for about an hour, and I can't even pick up a potato. So I cut my potatoes into chunks. I boiled uh, 1,500 grams. Actually, mine is 1,600. But really, you want to do 1,000, you want to do 1,500, it's up to you. Maybe because you don't know if you're going to like this dip, maybe do 1,000. If you do 1,000 grams of potatoes, then a cup of olive oil should be sufficient, okay? But mine is a lot more, so... We'll see. So I'm going to strain the potatoes. I've got a strainer in my sink. Hot. And steam. And sauna. All right, let's go again. Sometimes you have to stop a little because the, the um, steam comes up, right? Okay, shake the pan, get it all out. If you didn't get one piece out, it's okay. Or two, doesn't matter. 
shake the strainer with the potatoes, get all the water. Actually, while that strains for a second, let me get the potato masher. Because I forgot to pull it out as usual. Zoe unprepared. Okay, got the masher in our hands. Set it down. And let's throw the potatoes back into the pot where we boiled them. Whoops, 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 whoops. I almost lost some potatoes. Did I lose any in the sink? No. That's good. All right. So, give your potatoes the first mash, just the way we do mashed potatoes. Press down, go all around. Tap your potato masher so whatever on the masher falls out and keep mashing. So mash, mash, mash away. Mash, mash, and mash. You're just giving it a first mash, okay? You don't have to be... Now, I'm going to tell you that skordalia, let's learn the Greek name for it because that's what it's called. Garlic potato dip is called skordalia, should be smooth not lumpy okay so give it a good mash and whew, i'm just gonna move it a little bit okay oh, come on this side. Mm -hmm. um all right so i've got my magic bullet I'm going to open up the container of the magic bullet and where's my garlic okay I've got garlic here I'm gonna grab oh, she got them early. Okay. I'm gonna grab as much as I think is about eight cloves because these are cut in half uh, two is one well maybe but but some pieces are big and some pieces are small. yeah it looks like she cut some in three though see Oh, yeah, yeah. See that? Okay, so anyways, let's say two. Let's say three. I'm just grabbing two pieces each mm. time. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Okay, let's say, let's say that's eight cloves. Now... Grab your olive oil, fill about half a cup, even if you're making a kilogram, whoops, some potato went flying, that's okay, over your pot of potatoes, fill your half cup with olive oil. So if a little drips into your potato, it's okay, okay? Now I'm using the so-called cushion technique that I've talked to you guys about forever and it's taking a while to fill so be patient with me and my hand is tired already <laughs> but I've been doing a lot today so it doesn't matter if you fill it like, if you've got your thumb cushion in the cup, it might be slightly 
um, slightly less than half a cup, that's okay. We're playing with grams now. It doesn't matter. Oops, I'm sorry. Okay, that's about half a cup, let's say. So, pour that into your container with your garlic. Put your cup aside, you may, you're gonna need it again. Put your olive oil aside. And I've got olive oil all over my hands. Great, wonderful. Close the container tightly. You don't want olive oil spilling out. And pulse. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Stop. Let the machine have a break. Mash your potatoes a little bit more. Some oil fell in here, so we're good. So I probably have used more than half a cup right now because some fell into my potatoes, but that's okay. We're being approximate. Let's give it another 10 second pulse. Okay, let's give the machine a break. I'm just gonna grab my, which I forgot, my teaspoon, so hold on. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. So I've got six, whatchamacallits on the ring. So that means all my teaspoons are in place. And I need the, not the one, two, I need the third biggest, which would be my teaspoon. So let me get it out. Okay, all right. I'm going to take my vinegar, which I have in a glass, and I'm gonna dip my teaspoon in, maybe tilt a little, and fill up the teaspoon. Did it fill? Mm-hmm. See that? Dump it into your potatoes. Okay. Put the vinegar aside, you still may need it. Let's give our garlic olive oil another pulse. Let's take now our lemon juice and we're going to do the same thing. We're going to dip in and take out a teaspoon. That fill? Mm -hmm. See? If you've got a lot of liquid in your container and you just dip your teaspoon in slowly, you'll get what you need. I need, I know I'm going to need more, but because I want to, I want to uh, be sure, I'm going to add it in a little at a time. I'm going to take my half teaspoon and I'm going to add in half a teaspoon of sea salt. And again, this is to take, whoops, I'm sorry, 
yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Never mind, guys. <laughs> I bumped into something that I thought was Jeff, but it's not. Okay. I'm I'm over the sink. I'm pouring salt into my teaspoon. Ah. Okay. Okay, that's about a half a teaspoon. I'm going to pour that into my mashed potatoes. Now, again, this is to taste. Start with like half a teaspoon and you'll, I'm going to mash while I'm talking. Um, start with a half a teaspoon and then you will taste and add more as needed. Okay, so salt, garlic, olive oil, lemon juice and vinegar, I would say in equal parts. We'll see when we taste, if we like it. Now, potatoes absorb olive oil like crazy. So, when you, this is hot now. When you add the olive oil, and you think you've added the amount that you need, that's great, but you need to let this cool down and then you need to chill it you might find the next day that you need to add more olive oil and that is normal. A lot of people take their scordaglia out of the fridge and they think, oh, geez, it needs more oil. So just before serving, you would add more oil, mix it all up, mash it all up. When I say you add a little bit of oil before serving, let's say you put some dip in a bowl and that's the amount you want to serve, you would add maybe one tablespoon of olive oil, mix it all up, see if you get that nice, smooth, fluffy uh, texture. Okay, another pulse. Okay, we've pulsed three times. Is that enough? Well, you're going to open it up and you're going to check it out. Sighted people would just shake it and look at it. Well, so much for that. That ain't going to do nothing for me. So I got to stick my finger in. Do I feel any pieces of garlic? I actually feel two. Two pieces. One, which I'm pulling out. Bye-bye. And the second one. Okay. Hopefully, I got them all. Uh, oh, one more. Okay. You, I could have put it back in and pulsed it or just take the two, three pieces out. So I'm going to add this in to the pot. All of it. And I'm going to push whatever's in here out with my fingers. And again, I'm going to set this aside because I may need to pulse more garlic. So let me just rinse off my hand because I've got garlic olive oil all over my hands. Okay. Now, should I stay here? Yeah. yeah. Now start mashing again. Now you've got a whole... <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. Now you've got a whole bunch of oil in here. So now it's going to mash even easier and it's going to be easier for you to get the lumps out because now you've got a whole bunch of liquid in here. It smells fantastic. 
<clears throat> Funny how garlic smells good when you're cooking. Doesn't smell good on the breath. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But then again, I'm going to be kissing my husband. My husband's going to be eating it. I'm going to be eating it. So neither of us will be able to understand. <laughs> you know. Now, I know from experience this needs more olive oil. Mm -hmm. But I need to see where we are in the... Um, uh, acidity. That's the word. So, I'm going to take a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> and I need to also taste how much garlic is in here. Alright, here goes. Okay. One, it's not as smooth as I would like. So we need to keep mashing. I think it needs a little more garlic and it definitely needs more acidity. So we were at the one teaspoon mark. So let's add in, here's our one teaspoon. Where's the vinegar? I will find it. Okay. I'm going to add in another teaspoon of vinegar. Now I'm going to add in another teaspoon of lemon juice. Whoops. Almost spilt it. Okay, we've got the lemon juice and the vinegar. So now we're up to four teaspoons of acidity. Meaning two lemon and two vinegar. Like I said, some people add just lemon. That's not traditional. Some people add just vinegar, which is the traditional way. Okay, hold on a sec now. Now we got to ask people. Mom, iscordagliato cano testo scordo, oden teliono na to troo, nyofo mia psili, poli psili kaura. Ego no miso theli ligo koma, is that okay? All right. Do you agree? Yeah, of course. So I just told them that I had a little bit of heat as an aftertaste. Not too much. Um, I have to be careful because my husband doesn't like things too hot. My mom and the cameraman do like things hot. And I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> so this wasn't hot enough for me. So I'm going to add in one clove. Two cloves, three cloves, four cloves. So now we're added in 12 cloves. I think that this now should be okay. So I'm going to add some more olive oil into my cup. Okay. Slippery stuff because of the olive oil. It's all over the place. All right, I'm going to fill up the cup again. Well, I'm not going to fill it up completely. I'd rather add olive oil in afterwards. I'm going to fill up my half cup. 
maybe about three quarters full or halfway full. Or actually, I'm going to fill it up all the way. I'll tell you why. I can't feel the olive oil from just, my fingers. You just need a little bit more. Yeah. Because now I've got olive oil mm. everywhere. Tell me when. You're good. Okay. So I put the olive oil down. I'm actually going to spill... Where's the container? Okay. Some into the container and some into my potato. Mm -hmm. Can you pass me a napkin? I, I seriously got olive oil everywhere. I'm being very messy today. Everything's gone wrong for me today. I'm going to pause for 10 seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm going to mash because we added vinegar and lemon juice and a little bit more olive oil. And as I said, when I tasted, it wasn't smooth enough for me. So I need to keep mashing. <clears throat> And when you make this, this is good to make this before everything else, before your fish, before your salad, before whatever else you're serving, because, sorry guys, give me a second. I've set the kutali mess, huh? No, no, no. Where did I put it? Oh, okay. It's, um, it's good to make this. <laughs> I thought, sorry guys, I thought I left my teaspoon in my mashed potato. And I was like, did I do that? And I was looking for it, but I, I didn't, okay. Um, so I'm mashing, mashing. Actually, let's give it a pulse again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. If you can't hear me over the machine, I'm just counting. If you can only hear mumbling, that's me counting. You need to pulse around 10 seconds. If you've got a, uh, a Vitamix, Vitamix will probably do it quicker. Bullet's good too, but I've heard the Vitamixes are much better. But the problem with the Vitamix is, for me at least, it's really expensive. You know, to spend $400, $500 on a Vitamix, like, uh, that's okay. I've got my Bullet, which I got for 50 bucks. Works good. I've got my Blender, which I did pay 200 and I don't know, 50 bucks. And then I've got my mixers, which I paid an arm and a leg for. So you know what? I don't need another really, really expensive gadget. Okay, let's pulse again. And then if you're fasting, unless you're fasting from olive oil, this is something you can taste, right? Because all it has is potato, garlic, olive oil, vinegar, lemon juice, and salt. So unless you are under a fast where you can't have olive oil, you can taste this and go, right? Taste and go, taste and go until you get it to your preference, meaning heat and acidity and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, you should be able to taste the acidity. Um, 
let's test it out if I can open it because it's all oily now because I had oil everywhere. I've been very messy today. All right. Ah, a couple of a couple of little smidgets. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna add that in. I don't think I'm going to need any more garlic. I will taste it and figure it out. But sorry. Um, mm -hmm. Do you mind? So I don't think you mind, but. So my camera's name is Zafiri, but we call him Jeff in English, but I don't. I call him Zaf because I like it. I'm Zoe and he's Zaf, Zaf and Zoe. And uh, so I was about to say right now, sorry, Zaf. And I thought, they're going to say, who's Zaf? We know Jeff. Because Victor always, or not always, but sometimes he puts it in the uh, description box uh, he puts Jeff's name in the box. So if you guys heard me saying Zaf, you're saying, oh, who's Zaf? A new cameraman? No, it's the same one. We're trying to teach my mom how to tape as well. We'll see. Nobody beats Zaf, I have to tell you guys. I love my husband more than anything in the world. And he's, I wouldn't change him. Even if they offered me a quadrillion dollars i wouldn't change him but zaf is is really good at taping <laughs> i'm sorry Foti. zaf is a little better at taping <laughs> i have to admit it but Foti's learning too so he might get mad at me for saying so but that's okay he loves me and he'll get over it all right let's try it we remember we said we're at the one cup olive oil here about 12 cloves of garlic two teaspoons of vinegar and two teaspoons of lemon juice Half a teaspoon of, of salt. All right, let's go. Okay. Needs more salt. It's good. Needs more vinegar. Needs more lemon juice. Personally, I think it needs more garlic. Right on. But it leaves a, a hot aftertaste. So I'm actually, I'm just going to add in vinegar. No, no, stay. Because I want you to try the heat. So give me a second. I'm going to get mom to try it too. I think that, uh, whoops, be careful guys. So when I ate it, it wasn't hot, but it left me a, a very hot aftertaste to the point that now I'm sweating. So be careful. Taste and wait a bit. Taste and wait a bit. Another teaspoon of lemon juice. And I think I'm going to put just a little bit more salt. Um, if you guys don't mind, while I'm pouring... Uh, oops, I said a bad word, sorry. While I'm pouring a half, half more... <clears throat> teaspoon of salt. I'm going to explain to my mother why I want her to stick around. In Greek, so you guys are going to get to hear me speak Greek again. Mommy, so, eh, when you put the skordo, 
μου φάνηκε, δεν είναι καυτερό. Αλλά μετά άφησε στο λαιμό και στο τέτοιο, στο λαρίγκι έτσι και στη γλώσσα Heat και άρχισε να υδρώνω. Στο θέλω να το κάνω mix up τώρα και να το δοκιμάσεις από σκόρδο. Τελείωσες το salad. So mom's been making salad to go with all of this. So I'm just gonna mix it up again. And I think it needs just a little bit more olive oil. Where's the olive oil? Now, guys, I'm not gonna use a cup. I'm just gonna tip into the pot olive oil. Because like I said, you need about a cup for a kilogram. This is way more than a kilogram. So I used a cup, I'm pouring in probably another half cup. Okay, mix, mix, mix. Now I'm sweating from mixing and from the heat from the garlic. <laughs> If you don't want to put any more oil in at this point, but you do want to put more garlic, you can always just uh, grate garlic on the really, really fine side of the box grater and throw some in if you want more, which I may do if I need to. Let me grab a spoon and I'm going to call my mom here now. So she can try. Mami, dokimasa la perimene ligo, yeti suafini meta taste. You know this? I don't see that, but okay. It was serotapos corto. Yeah, but wait for a second and see how you taste it in your mouth. So should I put a little bit more? A little bit more. Yes, I will. And tell me how much oxygen is in it. How much lemon is in it. Okay. Okay, thanks. So, mom agrees with me that it needs more, more garlic. So, what am I going to do now? I'm going to put in one, two, okay, I'll just put in three. I think three is good enough. So, 12, 13, 14, 15 cloves of garlic. Um, but I need something, and it needs a little more acidity. So, I'm going to grab some vinegar again. And I'm gonna take a teaspoon of vinegar and I'm gonna dump it into the container with the garlic. I'm gonna put the vinegar aside. I'm gonna put a little bit of olive oil into the container. That should be enough. I'll put a little more. You don't worry about the olive oil. Potato's gonna absorb it. Okay, and let's pulse this. Oh, 
give the machine a break, mash away again, mix it up better because mom said she got too much salt in one spot. Mix, mix, and plus the more mixing you do, the smoother you're going to get it. Now at this point, you may want to take a, a mixer to it. Sometimes you have to be careful with mixers. It can make your potato gummy. Maybe you can give it a quick mix. I won't, I won't risk it. But you know, some people do. I don't, I don't want to get gummy potatoes. Let's pulse one more. And once more. And basically, guys, I think we're done, but let's just confirm. I did want a little more heat, even though I am sweating. <clears throat> I have to be careful for my husband, like I said. Uh, did I pause? Oh, no. No, no. Is a little bit more. Yeah. So I'm going to add, give me a paper, a towel. It needs a little more, so I'm going to add a little bit more olive oil again. Mm -hmm. So now when I stuck my fingers in, I got a huge, huge chunk of garlic, so it didn't pulse it. So I added more olive oil in. Excuse me. Oh, mom who loves the heat. And we're going to be burping up garlic. I'm already, <laughs> but it's so good with the cod guys. You, gotta, you guys are going to love this if you make it the right way. So remember this time I added olive oil and a teaspoon of vinegar in here. If we still want more acidity, we're going to add not vinegar now, we're going to add a teaspoon of lemon juice, right? All right, let's see what happened. There's smoke coming out of here. Yep. That's why I don't like the bullet for doing this. Because it doesn't always pulse it correctly. <laughs> That's when somebody out there is looking now at the video and saying, yeah, spend the 400 bucks for a Vitamix. <laughs> but that's okay. Okay. Let's mash, mash, mash again. I added in the next batch of garlic, olive oil, vinegar. And mash, mash, mash. This should become like a dip, like hummus. Think of hummus. It's a dip. It should be smooth and it shouldn't be hard. Like it should be like hummus. Okay, because it's potato, maybe it's a little thicker. Okay. Now, where's, uh, not this one. Can you give me another spoon? Mix it up a little bit with a spoon. 
So try to mix it up with a spoon, like bring the edges to the center, what's on the walls. You're not gonna get all of it because this is, it's potato, it sticks to the sides, okay? But don't worry about it, try as best you can. Let's mash it one more time. You can even whisk it if you want now. You can whisk a little bit. I forgot to pull out my whisk. Yeah, that's me sighing because my hand hurts, okay? I'm making the muscles. Yeah. My arthritis is saying no, though. Hmm. <laughs> but my heart is saying... Is saying shut up and do it because the result is fantastic. Okay, let's try it now. <coughs> I can tell you right now that I'm not going to put any more garlic in it. If I was eating this alone, I may have put two more cloves in. But because I'm not, I'm going to leave it as is. But I am going to add in some lemon juice. Because we went with vinegar in the uh, container. Now I'm going to add in some lemon juice. It still needs acidity. So what is this? The third, third teaspoon of lemon juice and vinegar? Third or fourth? I don't know. You guys keep track. But it's equal parts of lemon juice and uh, vinegar. Okay, I need to mash with the new amount. Yeah, you know what? I think I'd like a little touch more garlic, but if I do add a little more touch, husband won't be able to eat it. So, whoops, let's, uh, let's leave it as is. Yeah. Dali. Please. Okay. All right. I don't know. You want to try? Um, Tell me what you think. Sure. Okay, hold on. I want to try from the lemon juice though first. So grab another spoon. Try, try, try. By the time we're finished, we're going to have eaten half of it. <laughs> I think acidity is good. What do you think? I think that if the whole thing is not good, you should give the bowl to me. <laughs> yes, yes. I think so too. And garlic, well, garlic, we said we'll leave for 40. Yeah. But you do get that heat after. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. So that's it for our um, garlic dip. I'm going to put this aside to cool. Now, why isn't this going in? Oh, because I have a teaspoon in here. Okay. I'm going to put the potato dip aside, let it cool down. And once it cools down... I'll see if it needs more olive oil. 
Right now, if the camera can show the sighted people, it's all creamy and smooth. But the, is it going to be like this in an hour? It may not be. You might have to add more olive oil in an hour or two. Okay, so I'm going to let this cool down. And if it needs more olive oil, I'm going to add it in. When you taste it, it should be smooth in your mouth. Uh, creamy, sort of. Silky. Silky, Silky. yeah. You should be able to kind of taste the acidity and the garlic. The olive oil should be absorbed into the potato, but it shouldn't be hard. It should be a dip. It should be silky. Not necessarily a thin dip, okay? Um, you will go. Now, the heat, again, is your preferences. Right now, I'm going to continue with the fish, but because this video has been really long and I'm setting it, I'm exhausted and I need to clean all this up so I can actually continue with the fish. So I'm going to put you guys on hold so I can clean up and we're going to fry our fish and then we'll be done. Okay guys, we're back. So I only cleared my counter. I didn't clean up because I need to continue with this uh, recipe. Our dip is cooling. We've shredded our fish, as we said. So now I've got an empty bowl on my scale and I've got the shredded fish next to my scale. I'm going to turn on the scale. Hello. She's going to say it's ready. I'm going to pick up a handful, squeeze a little That's bit ready. just to get out any water, excess water. Okay. Throw it in. And you're going to keep doing this because you need to know how much fish you've got. Okay. If you've got a kilogram of fish, so while I'm, sorry, while I'm talking to you guys, I'm squeezing and adding, okay? So, um, don't over-squeeze, just a little bit. Just get a little bit of the excess water out. Um, if, <coughs> pardon me, if uh, you've got a kilogram of fish, then you need 250 grams of flour and one can or bottle of beer. They're 330 ml, Okay. If you've got more, you're going to see now what we're going to do, because I think I have a little bit more. So, I'm at 650, but I've added probably more than half of the fish. So, we'll see. We'll see. I don't think we're going to be too much over a kilogram. Let's see. Okay. Okay, we're almost at the one kilogram. So we're a little over the kilogram. So my two dry uh, uh, salted cod pieces were about 1,200, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1,300. They were about 1,330, 1,350. We've removed the salt, 1,164 and we're at the 1,164, and I'm almost done. 
All right. So one kilogram of fish gives you uh, 250 flour and 330 ml here. We're at the 1,272. So really, <coughs> we're less, uh, how can I explain this to you guys? Half a kilogram of fish would be 125 grams of flour and uh, half a bottle of beer. But we're less than half a kilogram. We're at the, what did she say? 1,272. So you could make one and a half doses of flour. It wouldn't hurt. It's, let's go and see, okay? So I've got my fish. We no longer need, well, we do need this thing. Okay? So I'm going to grab a, a fresh bowl, a clean one. And I'm going to add flour to this bowl. <clears throat> yeah, she just told me the weight of the bowl because I forgot to turn it off, okay? So, Goodbye. I'm going to grab the flour. Come out. If I were to make one and a quarter dose, so 250 split into four is 51.52. So 50 grams, it's approximately 62 grams. So I could add 250 plus 60, I could make my flour 310, okay? Which is what I'm gonna do. So I'm adding flour to the bowl. 25 grams. And this bag is empty, great. I need to get more flour, which, see, I'm not prepared. Give me a second. Oh, I think, let's see, the cameraman is going to help. What's this one? Turn it the other way. All-purpose flour. All right, I grabbed the right bag. We're going to add in more flour. at the 300 mark. 330 grams. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. You can leave it at the, you can do 310, you can do 320, 330, somewhere there. Remember to follow my rule of 250 plus 330. I'm going to add in to my bowl, when I find it, salt. We don't, we no longer need the scale, at least for now. Let's put that aside. Okay, let's add in some salt. I'm going to add in a teaspoon of salt, sea salt. If you're adding in table salt, be careful. 
You think that's okay for tosopsari? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Add in a teaspoon of salt. A little level. Don't overfill your teaspoon. I did try the cod, by the way. And it was just fine. Uh, I tried it. It wasn't salty. So I'm going to open up a bottle of beer. Now remember, I'm not good at this because I don't drink beer. One more time. Yeah. You're a pro. Come on. Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay. I'm going to add in the beer while stirring. Actually, let me give it a stir with the salt. And now I'm going to start adding in beer. Slowly. And stir. You're, you're going to get lumps. Don't worry about it. And I'm going to use more than one bottle, so... wasn't slowly but that's okay. Okay, see this is really thick. This isn't you're looking for a can uh pancake batter. Okay, so I'm gonna grab another bottle of beer from the fridge. I don't like the taste of beer, but in in cooking, I do. Ugh. Oh, oh well. I got you. Good. Fell on the floor. <laughs> now, you can measure your bottle of beer to see what half is, or a quarter. It's up to you. I'm not going to. I'm going to add until I get the, the thickness that I want. You want a pancake batter, okay? You don't got a pancake batter, add beer. But stir it really well, right? You don't want your flour. And this is too thick. I'm gonna add beer. So I might actually take both bottles, huh? Isn't that interesting? I've probably added a little more than half. I've probably added about three quarters, I would say. So it's easier to stir now. Don't worry about lumps. Honestly, don't worry. If you feel like it's too lumpy, stick your hands in and squash them, which is what I'm doing. But I was actually just thinking, I'm actually going to get the uh, whisk now. Mm. 
whisk, whisk. Where are you? There you are. Okay, let's whisk it up a little before we add. Pancake batter, though. I don't know if I should add some more beer. I don't want it too thin. <coughs> Maybe just a little bit more. Just a little touch. That's what I was thinking. So this is how you have to play with it and find the texture. It's, it's approximate, guys, but... A good rule of thumb is one bottle with 250. Now, because I have more than a kilogram, that's why it's harder for me to get the batter the way I want it, okay? If you have the experience, you can do it the way I'm doing it. If not, go 250, 330. So 250 flour, and I think that's good. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now, you may need a little more flour and beer. How are you going to know? I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> now, my friends, take your fish, put it in, and stir. All your fish goes in. Now, this is a recipe I used to make every year for New Year's Eve. And every March 25th for uh, the celebration of the uh, Gabriel's announcement, the Holy Angel Gabriel's announcement to the Theotokos that she's going to give birth to God himself, which I mentioned at the beginning of the video. So, but I stopped making this. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. I got tired. I, I was actually very sick for three years, so that's one reason. Um, so... I'm a little bit, I remember the recipe, but I'm not 100% sure on the consistency. I may call in the reinforcements. I don't know. I might go with my instinct and try to jog my memory. I'm almost, I've poured more than half of the fish. I'm pouring in about a handful at a time so I can give it a good, good mix. Now it's getting harder to mix. So fold over and stuff. Don't just stir. Stir but fold. I think that we're good for texture. At least that's what it seems like so far. Okay, next handful goes in. Whoops. Now it's harder to stir. <laughs> Okay, and the last, well, should I add all this in? Why not? Mm -hmm. Add it all in, whatever's left in the bowl. Okay, all in. Now, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it with the whisk anymore. Get a, get a, a spoon. I'm going to give you a, a wooden spoon. There you go. 
Okay, thank you. That's better. Now at this point, if you feel too much fish and not enough batter with your hands, add a little more flour in, add a little more beer. Very simple. But you also want to be able to pick up fish and batter and put it in the frying pan, right? And I'm going to give it a mix with my hands because that way I'll know better. Oops, careful. Can you move that bottle of beer so I don't... When you put your fish in, you should be able to feel the fish, but you should be able to feel that it's all coated with batter, and you should be able to feel the batter. So I'm just all mixing this up with my hand. I'm squeezing the fish. I'm folding from the bottom to the top. And I think that we are good. So we don't need no more. So we don't need no more flour or beer, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to get the cameraman. Can you turn on the, the frying pan to medium? So, I've added to a non-stick frying pan. Oh, obviously, while I'm talking, this is a... Pardon me, I just burped. I'm so sorry, but I couldn't control that because I tried the garlic dip for you guys. <laughs> now it's, uh, you know, it's working. <laughs> the garlic in my stomach is working. Okay. Good enough for the mixing. Yes, very nice. See, when I'm flattening it out with my hand and I can feel the batter. I can feel the sticky batter. So it's not just fish, it's batter. Okay, so we're good on that. Let me get all the guck off my hands if I can find an empty space in the sink. While our oil is uh, Fry, uh, warming up. Now, oil. I added one cup and a half of olive oil to a frying pan. <clears throat> olive oil. If you want to use uh, vegetable oil, by all means go ahead. We prefer the olive oil. I'm just grabbing some things that may help me to turn my, I don't have the little one. Uh, the little one doesn't seem to be here. Okay, that's okay. We'll try this, this, and this. Okay, I'm gonna take my fish batter. I'm gonna put it on the cold burner next to my frying pan. I'm gonna grab a dinner plate I'm going to put on my dinner plate paper towels, just a whole bunch of paper towels because you want to, when you take your fish out of the frying pan, you want the uh, paper towels to soak up the excess oil. Okay, we've got that ready. We've got a uh, dinner plate. Now, I'm going to go over to the frying pan. Before I add anything into my frying pan, 
for this size frying pan, it's a medium to a large, I would say. Maybe I would even say a large, large frying pan. Um, sighted people might add 15 spoonfuls of this mixture. You shouldn't overcrowd the pan because then the temperature is going to come down. You're going to be frying on medium. For blind people, if we put 10 in, we ain't going to make it. Okay? Frying is very hard for blind people. Whoops, sorry. I'm actually going to... I'm going to set my timer for three minutes. I don't know, is it hot enough yet? Let's see. So, I'm going to pick up a heaping spoonful... I'm going to kind of shape it on my spoon a little bit. And so nice rounded. And let's see if I touch the oil. Is it going to sizzle? No. So it's not ready yet. So all I did is I touched the spoon with the batter. I touched it to the olive oil. That mean, And it didn't even sizzle. So it's not even ready yet. So I'm going to do about three. If I were to do this on my own, it would take me all day to fry these because I could probably only put about five in the frying pan and keep track of them and turn them and so on and so forth. Sighted people, like I said, they might put 15 in at the same time. Let me test the oil again. It's getting there. It's almost ready. Sighted people would put more than, than we would. It's very hard for blind people to turn nuggets these are really nuggets it's hard to turn them okay so if you're good at frying and you're blind or visually impaired bravo for me it's difficult i can do it but it's hard and scary so i'm actually going to just do a couple for you and i'm going to hand it off to the dog the cat the husband the cameraman the mother i don't know what did I say before? The mailman, the cop. I'll just call my neighbor. Let's see. Okay. It's starting to sizzle. I'm going to go ahead and add this one in. Okay. I've added one in. I'm going to add another one in further away. I'm going to press the timer for three minutes because I've added two in, and I'm actually going to add in a third one. Try to make your spoonfuls heaping. Actually, my oil should have been sizzling a little bit more. Yeah. But that's okay. Now we did it, so we're going to wait a little bit longer. Let's put the third one in. Yeah, they're sizzling, but slightly. We should have waited a little more. It's just me being impatient, because I don't want to bore you guys too much. Okay. I'm only, now they're sizzling properly. I'm gonna add the fourth one in and I'm not gonna add any more in. I think four is good enough. Uh, can you, never mind. There's one here. Now I'm gonna leave these a little bit longer than three minutes because the, the, the oil wasn't sizzling enough. Now, if you're visually impaired like I am, I have, I can't see nothing, but I can see light and dark. So if I look at the frying pan, I can see what looks to me like white circles in a black pan. And I know this pan is not black. What is it? 
Is it gray, Jeff? Gray with a little bit white spots. Okay, I can't even see the white spots. Yeah. To me, it looks black. Mm -hmm. And now the fish, to me, looks like white circles. Okay? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be able to turn them? Well, we're going to find out. Um, I can't do more than four or five at a time. When I had more vision, I used to do this all by myself, when I was considered visually impaired. Now my vision is so low that I'm considered blind. Okay? So that's why I say it's not, I'm just grabbing another spoon, a clean spoon. It's not impossible for us, but it is difficult, okay? I've got in my hands, while we're waiting for these to brown on the one side, and I said we're going to leave them in a little more than three minutes, okay? I've got a non-stick big spoon. I've got a non-stick, a non-stick, kind of like a spatula fork thing. And I've also got a regular tablespoon in my hands. We're going to see what is going to work for turning these, okay? But I, like I said, I want to leave them in just a little bit longer than three minutes because the, the oil wasn't sizzling properly. So I'm actually going to add an extra minute if you guys don't mind. And sorry about that. I said everything's going wrong today. We've got 30 seconds, but I'm still not going to turn them. Oh, and I need a slotted spoon. Well, we'll get that in a second. I need a slot, slotted spoon for taking them out. To me, that's the easy part, actually. Taking them out. Okay, I've added a minute, and this is the perfect time for me to get my slotted spoon. I forgot to take that out. See? Did I say this isn't a good day? But it's okay. When I'm eating this, who cares? <laughs> okay, we've got a slotted spoon ready. And let's see if I'm going to be able to turn this. I have a feeling I'm going to be able to turn it better with it. Boom, but we'll see. You see, sighted people can even see here if there's a difference in color. But it doesn't matter. Right now you're browning the um, bottom side, okay? So. Okay, eight, seven, six, five. Okay, four, three, two, one. Okay, let's try this. So, what I would do is I'm going to take a spoon, I'm going to feel where the fish is, but it's moving. Let's see if I can do this. Okay. And did it flip? No. No, I didn't think so, but I'm going to try again. Okay. Mm -hmm. Give me the spoon spoon. This, this spoon. That's going to help. There we go. Oh, that flipped. No. Yes, it did. No, it's still... Ah. So see, it is hard for me to flip. Come on. Come on. Give me a fork. Okay. That'll be better. Let me do a fork. Fork mm -hmm. is going to work. Okay, so now they're overcooked on the bottom. I'm going to slide the fork under... Nope. Almost. Okay. Here's a different way. 
I will get it. Give me the stupid slotted spoon. <laughs> Let's try the slotted spoon. That's going to be, that's what's going to work. Maybe. Maybe if you push it with something else. Yeah, with the spoon. <laughs> See, that's why I said it's, it's hard for blind people to do this. I'm not going to lie. I can't. I can't get it. Okay. So, guys, maybe because I'm nervous on camera, I'm going to get the cameraman mm -hmm. to flip them mm -hmm. because we're going to burn them in the end. Mm -hmm. I will figure out a trick for you guys. I just don't know it right now. How are they on the bottom? Okay. So they're all flipped. And I press the timer. And now we wait for another four minutes. Now, you guys are going to be disappointed because you're going to say, Zoe, you tried to flip it and you couldn't. I know. Frying small items like this is a little bit hard for us. Um, again, it could be because I didn't have the right utensils. It could be because I was nervous about doing it in front of you guys. It could be a lot of things. I believe you me, it can be done. It takes practice. Mm -hmm. I don't have the time right now to practice for you guys. Um, we'll see. I'm going to figure out a trick and I will let you guys know because I've done this before. Like I said, I had more vision back then though. Um, and I was worried about breaking the cod. Okay, so please don't worry. Um... Like I said, I'll figure out a trick. Don't worry. And I'll let you know. I'm going to wait till these come out. And uh, I'm going to get the rest of the clan to uh, fry these up. And if in the meantime, while I put you guys on hold, while we fry all this batter, we need a good hour, if not more. So I will put you guys on hold and I will come back and show you the final product. In the meantime, while the neighbor is frying these, I will attempt a few tricks and I will come back and let you know if I, if I came up with something. So let's just wait for me to take these out. How much time do I have left on this? Two. Two minutes? Okay. Because it's funny, you know, again, I think it was my nervousness because mm -hmm. um, I can see them. Mm -hmm. Well, I can see them. You know what I mean? I can yeah, see yeah. blobs of white. Well, right now they look like bob blobs of gray to me. They look like blobs of light gray on dark gray. So why couldn't I flip it? I, I was able to feel where it was and I was able to see it. So maybe nervousness, maybe my utensils are wrong. Like I said, who knows? Anyways. In the meantime, while we're waiting for this two minutes, I want to tell you guys something. For the Greek people watching out there, especially my family in Greece, so Theo Yorgo, Dimitri, Aphroditimu, Georgia, whoever's watching out there, when we were making the skordaliat, and fiachnamet is I'm saying it in English and Greek, my mom said, Lisa tokanes. She said, Lisa. Lisa means that you've made something really, really salty. And the camera and I were la the cameraman and I were laughing because I tasted it and it didn't taste salty to me. So I probably just hadn't completely mixed it. And she got 
<laughs> she got a whole bunch of salt in her spot where she tried it. Because once we mixed it all up and added everything in and gave it a really, really good stir, it's not salty at all. One teaspoon of salt for 1,600 grams of potatoes, a cup and more of olive oil, three or four teaspoons of vinegar, three or four teaspoons of lemon juice. Believe me, one teaspoon is not a lot. So she just happened to get, you know, whatever. She happened to get that spoonful. And I was supposed to explain that in Greek. And, and it's, anyways, imamai petokan alisa ala efage dedokame anakatepsi kala kefage tukumati puiche komatalati. Είναι 1600 γραμμάρια πατάτα, 1,5 ποτήρι λάδι, ξύδι, λεμόνι. Πιστέψτε με, μία κουταλιά λάδι δεν είναι καθόλου αρμηρό. Απλά έτυχε η μαμά να φάει παλάτι. Okay, time is up. And I'm going to try, because now I'm all nervous and upset. Don't, don't. I got one out. Right on. And I'm going to place it on my napkin. And it's nice and crispy and golden. Yes, yes. And as you can see, so obviously if I can get these out, obviously I can also flip them, guys. Yeah. But maybe I was a little nervous. Like what I was trying to do before is put it on my spot and just flip it over. But I wasn't doing it. And now I am. So, you know, seriously, I wouldn't worry about it. So those are our cod fishes. We need to fry up all this batter. So I'm going to put you guys on hold. So we can fry up all this batter. Make sure you put this on paper towels, okay? And we'll come back and show you the final result. See you in a bit. Okay guys, so I was using the wrong utensil. Did I flip that one? No. Yeah. Okay, I was using the wrong utensil. So now I have a small spatula and I'm, with a spoon, I'm helping it onto the spatula. Whoops. And I flipped. I flipped three so far. And there's one there right there. I can see it that the color is white. Whoop. So it, I lost that one now. It's hard, but I figured how, how to do it. Nope. I can tell when I flip them because it makes a sound. It goes shh, and I'm going to burn them in the end. Did that one flip? Yes. So I have one left, right? Yes. It's this one that's giving me a hard time. Whoop. That's it? Yep. That's so it. there you go, guys. I flipped them all. So my husband, I'm setting the timer. For four minutes. So my husband came upstairs and I said, start frying. And I told him I'm sad because I can't flip them. And I don't know how to do it. I haven't done this in five years. And five years ago, I had more vision. I was using the wrong utensils. And still, it was a little hard, but I did it. I was able to flip them. So I could do this on my own. I'm using a tiny spatula, not your regular size spatulas, and a spoon. I'm put sliding with the spoon, I find the cod piece. And with the spatula, I slide the spatula underneath while my spoon is holding it in place. And then with the two utensils, I flip. Two of them, two or three I did with one try. 
One gave me a really hard time and one I did on two tries. No matter what, I did it. So now I've fried two batches. I've got four on the plate and five in the frying pan. And I showed you that I can take them out with a slotted spoon, no problem. So, did find the trick. So play with your utensils, you will figure it out. Spoon and spatula together, non-stick both, because non-stick spatula, non-stick uh, spoon, because we've got a non-stick frying pan, and you will do it just like I did. And I'm so happy. And thank you to my husband for helping me to find the way. Because You're welcome. <laughs> I'm here to help you all the time. See? Um, because I was so sad because I was like, what am I doing wrong? I've done this before. And, and I was about to cry because why? But calm down, take a deep breath, and you can do it. Thank you, guys. See you later. Okay, guys. So we're finally done our bacallaro and scordalla. Bacallaro croquetes, mescordalla. Cod nuggets, cod bites, cod, whatever you want to call them. They're nice pieces of fried cod. I have it in my hand. I have a plate in front of me and I've got about four pieces of fried cod on my plate. I've got uh, um, the garlic potato dip, scordalla, and I've got salad on my plate. So this is a nice way somebody could actually have this as a meal. Or you could serve this, you could serve the croquettes, the cod croquettes with your garlic dip as an appetizer, for example. Beautiful appetizer. Or you can even just have it on the table with your main dish. Who cares? Eat it any way you want. You can sit on the couch and eat it while watching TV. Who cares? Do what you want. As long as it tastes good, then that's what's important. It tastes fantastic. I want to tell you that because our spoonfuls were heaping, uh, on the second batch, we decided that, uh, or, or not, not on the second batch, after we fried about 10 of them, we decided that it needed a little bit more frying. We tasted one and we thought it needed a little bit more frying. Uh, so we left them for about five minutes on the first side and about four minutes on the second side. So about nine minutes. Now, remember, we were doing heaping tablespoons, heaping tablespoons. So if you, or was I doing teaspoons? No, I was doing tablespoons. So if you're going to do a heaping teaspoon, maybe, you know, four and three minutes would be okay. You will figure it out as you go. So this is our meal. I will show you. You're going to, this is finger food, guys. Of course, you need a fork for your salad, okay? If you want to eat a little bit of the um, scordalla without the fish, of course, you can, have, you know, take some with your fork, your spoon, whatever. Or you can take it and dip it in. So now I've got a whole bunch of scordalla on my piece of cod and I'm going to stick it in my mouth. Not the whole thing. It, oh, I just dropped a little bit. That's okay. Oh, man. <laughs> so. I just bit into it and I got crunchy, warm cod with potato garlic. It, oh my God, it's the most fantastic 
a taste. So we're done our recipe for today. If you need any clarifications, you know what to do. Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner at gmail.com. Or whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. Or comment in the section below. Or call me on the phone. Or come to my house. Because there's a lot of you who are watching who know me. Um, I love you guys as always. Hope you enjoy this recipe. It may seem a little time consuming. And it is. It is time consuming. But believe me, the result is fantastic. Love you guys. See you on the next episode. Gotta eat now. Bye. I am your host, Zoe Fiogos. With sincere love and gratitude, I thank you for watching Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner.